0: I welcome to Cinema Scene on WGWG, Gardner Webb University Radio, online, WGWG.org. You can always find our archive shows on demand at SoundCloud.com. Uh, we're very, very happy today to have Gillian Jacobs as our guest on Cinema Scene. Gillian, hey, how are you?
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Gillian, I've uh, been a fan of yours uh, since the community days, and um what a what a great show um, several years ago you were nominated as a best supporting uh, actress for the broadcast film critics uh, sorry the broadcast television journalist association for that show and that was when I first got a chance to see you and um it was just such a well-written show and the cast chemistry for that the ensemble cast chemistry was was excellent and it's hard to find for me to find a show that does both great writing and, uh, and great performance, and, and you were able to do that within that show, and so um, just a big, big fan of that, and a great job.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I loved Community as well.
0: Now, um, now that show, is that the show that kind of took you from, um, is, that, is that the show that took you to LA?
1: Yes, yes. I was still living in New York when I was cast on that show, and so I, uh, I finally moved to Los Angeles for Community
0: um did you expect the show to have the uh long-range success that it did because you know when i first when i first read about the show i said hey it's a community college you know two to four years but the thing lasted beyond that what what do you think uh, was the reason that that made it have such an enduring lasting
1: well i think quickly viewers realized that it was not a show that was strictly grounded in reality so it didn't really matter normally graduate in two or four years from a community college, this was its own world. <laughs> right. And I, I kind of, hello?
0: Uh, I'm here, I got you. Oh
1: oh yeah, I, uh, I kind of likened it to like a live action Simpsons where uh, we created a world and a cast of characters and uh, people just like to follow their adventure. So we kind of freed ourselves from the, the boundaries of reality.
0: Now, uh, even before, before Community, um, you knew that you wanted to go into, uh, into entertainment. I mean, that's something that's been a goal of yours for a long time. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I, I went to college to study acting. And before Community, I was my, mainly doing independent film. Um, some TV guest stars, you know, TV pilots that didn't get picked up. But yes, and, and theater in New York.
0: So, you know, you've done everything from drama to comedy. I mean, do you have a preference uh, on what what you want to do?
1: Uh, I I just like to feel challenged, you know, so it's sort of whatever I haven't done in a while. (laughs) So I had never done really comedy before Community, so I was desperate to do that. And, you know, so I've gotten a chance to do comedy in the last couple of years, so then you kind of want to do something a little bit more dramatic and just keep getting to do all of it. That's what's fun.
0: Well, let's talk about... um, you said you never did comedy really before community. What did you find that? Uh, you talk about the challenge. Did you find it challenging um, initially? And, and if so, at what point did you say, wow, this fits like a glove or does it ever feel like a glove?
1: Uh, it was definitely challenging initially. I was very intimidated by it. And you know the cast I was working with was so good. And yeah. I wanted to feel like I was on the same playing field as them. So, you know, I, I learned a lot through the through the other performers on the show, the writing and the directors taught me a lot. And so, yeah, by the end of the show, I definitely felt confident and secure. But I'd say the first two seasons, it, you know, it was partially me finding my way, who who I am as a comedic performer, what what's funny about me, how do I make things funny? You know, it's, it's a real learning curve. Well,
0: you know, one of the things, not only did you have um, some great dialogue, but you have this—you have this wonderful timing about you in the comedy, and also your your expressions, the way you uh, present yourself physically is is pretty pretty impressive as well. And to me, comedy—you've you, got to be able to manage all of those things, and I think you've done that. Oh, thank you. The uh, there was another comedy, a film. Don't think twice. Speaking of comedy, the improv aspect of comedy uh, that I really enjoyed uh, that was released earlier this year. Um, talk about, about that film, if you would, and, uh, and the approach to comedy with that, because it was focused on the improv.
1: Yeah, so Don't Think Twice uh, follows an improv group called The Commune, and uh, it's a movie that's about their struggles, their failures, their jealousy, their friendship, the love they share between them, and sort of what happens when you know some people in your group uh, have their dreams come true, and others are having to face the fact that it, they're they're never going to have a successful career in entertainment. So I found it very relatable, you know. Uh, but I also thought it was a really honest depiction of jealousy and also friendship, but uh, set within the world of improv comedy.
0: Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to watch it, and um, it it did ask some very poignant questions as well, just about that about you know, where you're going, and you talk about the jealousy, and, you know, at what point do you make decisions that are self-serving as uh, making decisions that are uh, good for the, good for others? Uh, but but fun film.
1: Yeah, it's a great cast. Keegan-Michael Key, Mike Berbiglia wrote and directed an act in it, uh, Kate McCucci from Garfunkel and Oats, Chris Gether, Tammy Sager. So I was very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of people who were real veterans of improv comedy because I've never studied it formally. So uh, we had to do actual improv in the film. So I, we had like a two week boot camp, sort of get us on the same page to make it feel like, you know, we've been friends who performed together for years. And then for myself, just to, really get a quick background in improv before yeah. we started.
0: Well, I, I was going to ask you how much, of, how much of the film actually did have improv built into it, and it, it, looked, it looked pretty real, or it looked pretty organic as well.
1: Yeah, it's a very written film, but there was room for improv in there, and um, you see us do improv shows in the movie, and that those are a mixture of written and improvised. So it was really intimidating for me because, uh, you know, we had a limited amount of time. It's an independent film, And so you know you have to be good on demand, but I, you know, I only had two weeks of improv training, so that was pretty intimidating, but I think it all came together really well, and the chemistry between us as performers, I think, is evident in the movie. One
0: thing that I I see, Gillian, when I watch you, I really feel like you are enjoying yourself, that you're having fun up there on screen, whether it's a big screen or a small screen, and... um, is it do you do you really enjoy what you're doing
1: I do I mean not every minute of every day is enjoyable but <laughs> yeah. I really I uh I try to have fun I try to have that sort of loose easy feeling like anything could happen and I'm not self-censoring and when I feel like I'm in that place where I'm just sort of allowing my impulses to flow freely and uh, not stopping myself—that's when I feel like I'm having the most fun because you surprise yourself. Yeah, and that's—it's really fun to surprise yourself as a performer.
0: Well, I've enjoyed really continuing to watch you um, after after Community, seeing you um, cast in Girls, and then uh, most recently in the Netflix Love, uh, the Judd Apatow, um, and I guess we're we're now have you wrapped season two of Love? Is that correct? Yeah. So that's correct.
1: Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, but we yes, we finished uh, season two.
0: We'll, well, talk about working with Judd and, uh, and how all of that came about for you.
1: Yeah, I was cast on Girls, and so I was in New York, and right around that same time I got a call saying that Judd wanted to meet with me, and I had no idea what it was about, but um, Community had just been canceled by NBC, and so he uh, he said, I've been working on this TV show with Paul Rust and Leslie Arfin, and uh, we'd love you to play this part, so... It kind of timed out perfectly where I had just had just lost my TV gig. Yeah. Um, this slid right in, and so it was really a wonderful opportunity.
0: So, um, when we look at all of your characters uh, that you've that you've played so far, are there any of those characters that you feel are more like you than the other, or do you feel that they're completely different from who Gillian Jacobs, the person,
1: is? Mm. I don't feel like anyone is exactly me, but I think probably my character Sam and Don't Think Twice feels a little bit closer to me. I mean, I've played some, you know, I've seen, i played some bad girls, and I'm not really much of a bad girl in real life. Uh, I'm a kind of boring, straight-laced person, so it's fun to kind of act out on screen, but it's not really who I am as a person. Well,
0: I think that's the the beauty of acting, is that you can, you know, put on this uh, this other face, for an hour, hour and a half or 30 minutes or whatever that happens to be and, and be mm-hmm. somebody else. Is thats is that what drew you into acting uh, back when you were younger?
1: Uh, I think I, you know, had an instant affinity for it. I think some part of me instinctually understood it. And then I also think I was really drawn to it because that's where all my friends were. I didn't really have a lot of friends at my school. So my acting class on Saturday... Uh, was my whole social life. So I sort of, you know, got through the week, so I got to go to acting class on Saturday. So I think that kept me coming back um, as much as my love of acting initially, you know? it's that It was a much more welcoming, um, kind environment for me than my school. Yeah, you know,
0: but, there, but there's something also about acting. Um, I mean, when you have to learn lines, and you have not just lines, but how to perform those, um, you know, there are a lot of folks that... That when they're younger, it's it's difficult for them to do that. They can play, but when you actually have to get them to learn things, so in many ways, it's it's very much an adult craft. Did you find yourself mm-hmm. connecting more with adults than you did uh, t- people your own age during that time?
1: Oh yeah, I always I think had an easier time around adults than kids my own age, uh, and that's why I loved doing plays so much as a kid. It was often I was the only kid or one of two kids, and so I got to spend so much time with with all these adult actors and they were charismatic and they were funny and they had great stories and they were interesting and you know they thought I was cool I'm like the kids at my school so uh yeah I I loved that are there
0: projects now that you are uh, preparing to to get involved in that you can talk about anything new on the horizon that you can let our listeners know about
1: Yeah, um, I'm in a movie with Dimitri Martin called Dean that's coming out um, next year, which uh, was at Tribeca this year, and I think it won an award for Best Narrative um, feature. So that'll be coming out soon. And the second season of Love, um, I just finished a movie with Melissa McCarthy called Life of the Party that'll come out in 2018, and uh, I'm about to start work on a movie called Magic Camp uh, with Jeffrey Tambor and Adam Devine for Disney. Um, so a variety of things.
0: Yeah. A lot of work, a lot of work going on. Do you feel that there was one, um, portion of your life that really kind of set the stage and became kind of a a launching pad for you?
1: Into my career? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably that very first acting class I took at like eight years old where it just sparked this. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really done, really pursued anything else since. So, I've kind of been on this trajectory since I was a kid. I mean, it, you know, it's not always easy. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy to be an actor. It didn't always go smoothly, but yeah, basically, from the moment I stepped into my first acting class. Well, you've still I've wanted to make this my life.
0: Yeah, well, it it has become your life, and uh, for those of us that uh, enjoy watching you, uh, we're very happy that it has become your life, and we just uh, really uh, thank you so much, Gillian, for taking the time to spend with us here today on Cinema Scene. Gillian Jacobs, our guest here on WGWG. Uh, Gillian, I want to give you a chance to share any final thoughts or final comments for our audience. Um, Just uh, this is your time right here.
1: Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Don't think twice is I think available on iTunes now, and will be uh, available on other platforms shortly. And uh, I would encourage everybody to check it out because I think it's a really great independent film, and it's important to support independent films because I think that's where some of the most interesting storytelling is happening.
0: Well, I think it's that's great. I think it's great that you <laughs> continue to do indie films as well as feature films and uh, and TV, like uh, and Netflix as well. So. I uh, really appreciate that about you, and uh, and thanks so much for taking the time today.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you,
0: Gillian Jacobs, our guest right here on Cinema Scene on WGWG online WGWG.org. Till next time, I'm Noel T. Manning the Second. That is a wrap.